person. Then do you know what? Yeah. Go ahead, please. I, no, you're talking about real things. I'll tell you later. Go ahead. So, have you ever watched the first season of The Simpsons or The Simpsons and the Tracy Ullman show? Probably. Where Homer Pro sounded like Walter Matthau? He's like, uh, Sophia Loren, you stay away from that Jack Lemon. Really uncanny, like Walter Matthau. I. That's Grumpy Old Man. Or Grumpier Old Man. I forget. Who had, which movie had Sophia Loren in it? Grumpy Old Man or Grumpier Old Man? Grumpier. Uh, which one do you do? You, so, do you prefer the sequels? Like, do you prefer Grumpier Old Man, and do you prefer like another Ten Yards or Analyze That? I mean, it just—it's <laughs> very rare that a sequel is good. As you know, like there's exceptions, like Godfather Two, but it's very rare. But I think that Grumpier Old Men was just as good. I really do. And believe it huh. or not. City Slickers 2 was very good. Hey, was Bruno Kirby in the second one? Uh, no, John Levitt, the one who John kept quoting uh, The Godfather. Yeah, and he was doing Godfather. Yeah. yeah. All right, I agree. Uh, get to watch some live band music action. Ooh, bring on the comic. Get off the stage, band. We want to see the opening act again. Yeah, it's a horrible song. Um, okay, now we're going to meet the the pilot of the charter plane, and it's the stepdaughter of Walter Matthau. Oh, the actress? Yup. Wow. You see, so the whole world looks like Matthau. Walter Matthau is Jewish, oh, and yeah. they had that opening scene in Germany. And he was like, I won't do it. I won't do it. And they're like, Walter, come on, man. Walter. And so he said, I'll do it if you cast my son and stepdaughter. Then I'll do it. That was the agreement he made with the producers. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the October 1st birthday type of thing you would do. You wouldn't know, Carl. You don't share a birthday with Walter Matthau. I don't share a birthday with Walter Matthau. We were both born October 1st, 1920. <laughs> okay. We just celebrated our centennial birthday this year. We will. Oh, no, we must be 1919. I have one of those birthdays that are at the end of the year, uh -huh. and I always, like, get my date, my age wrong. And I'm like, oh, let's see, subtract a year from that, I was 12. I'm like, no, you were 11, motherfucker. <laughs> you were 12 to October. Your, your birthday, if it was... uh. It was October, right? So you always missed out yeah. on presents. They would give you Halloween candy. This is a combination present. <laughs> okay, you see he's got fire, fire, fire. yeah, firecrackers. Why, well, because he's from Georgia. He's living in Georgia right now. Oh, wait. So he's chartering a plane. He bought firecrackers. Right. Interesting. I'm going to shoot some toys. Yeah, Charles Bronson, did you ever see the Bruce Willis Death Wish? No, Bruce Willis Death Wish? Yeah, it's directed by the guy who did Hostel. It is one, it's not even a movie. Honestly, it's just like, it, w it would fail as a YouTube video. It was just, it was exactly what you wanted and less. 
right? He's uh, doing this, he's killing punks. And then they cut to like Sway, Sway's universe on the, on terrestrial radio or whatever, satellite radio. And they're like, did you guys hear about this guy, the Bruce Willis killer? It's, this guy looks like Bruce Willis and he's killing punks. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole movie was like cutting to nationally known real life radio personality. I'm Man Cow in DC. What's up with the Bruce Willis killer? And it's just not, you know. I assume. And then at the end of the movie. What's that? I assume that I should not rent it. No, I, I would not recommend it. If you want to see a weird Eli Roth movie, he did a children's movie shortly thereafter, The Clock in the Wall, The House of the Clock in the Walls, which was pretty good. It's kind of a scary kids movie. Mm-hmm. So if you had to watch a recent Eli Roth movie, I would go with the kids movie. So now on purpose, Walter Matthau is calling uh, Latoya Jackson, and <laughs> and he's insulting the CIA guy that I, he knows is listening. And it's also that they can trace his call and find out that he's in uh, Ned Beatty's house to piss off Ned Beatty. And he's saying, they'll never take me alive. I'm armed to the teeth. Oh, no. So they're going to swat the house. Right. Classic. He's ahead of his time. He's leaking information online. He's doxing people. Hello, Pizzeria. I would like 200 pizzas delivered to Ned Beatty's house. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Beatty. One regular covered up. Well, yeah, I, the usual for for <laughs> Mathau. Ned Beatty. Oh, for Ned Beatty. Yeah, because he's at Ned Beatty's house. So there was a, you quote, a you quote, Actors Guild strike at the time in which they were promoting this movie, and uh, he made a promotional appearance. And so they called him the guild. He almost lost his SAG card over that. Like, no this, shit. Yeah, the Landu production guys got a special permit, not that they could break the strike, but they did it under a, a, like a wrong company name or something. Anyway, he... The charges were dismissed, but it was a big deal at the time. Well, yeah, I remember that. Now, what, so he finds out that uh, it's his house now, and he's going to be furious. He's going to look like that picture. Yeah, if you look at him. <laughs> I like Ned Beatty. The balls! <laughs> <laughs> now, look what he's My house! Oh, he's gonna. So it looks like there's gunfire. Right, and there that will mean they're gonna shoot up Ned Beatty's house. That's the whole joke. I got this idea from White Spy. Oh, do you remember the time we were spies and we lived next door, and you looked into my window and you saw me sleeping, so you yeah. went to show up with a bear claw. Right. And. Uh, when you went to put it on me, I was actually the mechanical bear claw, and I, I get you, and then I yeah. popped out of a window doing the peace sign. Yeah, that's the day I became the black yeah. spy. Yeah, that's how you were the black spy. Although you want, you, you gave me your comeuppance in the uh, title panel, but the main comment I, I, I won the day. Your comeuppance. <laughs> So this oh, was originally going to star Warren Beatty, and uh, Latoya Jackson was going to be um, 
Jane Fonda, believe it or not. And it was going to be a much darker spy thriller kind of thing. Well, Three Days of the Condor, that was that was Warren Beatty, wasn't it? No, that was... No, that was Robert Redford. Yeah. Yeah, so Warren, had like a falling out with uh, Warner Brothers, a big fight or something, and it got all ruined. He's kind of a weirdo. Like, there's very few people like Warren Beatty where... He has complete control of the product, and you get a film once every decade. And yeah. They're usually, like, noteworthy of its bizarreness, whether it's, like, Town and Country or Dick Tracy or... I know, recently saw Dick Tracy from Netflix uh, DVD, yeah. and it was very good. It was very good, and it was very stylized, and they were trying to look like a cartoon, and it, it worked. Everything was... Uh, uh, the art direction was interesting. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah. Did you like? I I read the comic and I've seen all the related Dick Tracy shit throughout the years, but I never really saw a color coded thing like that. Where you know, right. he was definitely color. He looked more like the Yellow Kid than like the D Dick Tracy comics. But yeah, you know, it was a, it was a decision. There was some really good. It was it was well casted though. I mean, that's the best part of the movie is, is just watching Al Pacino yeah, and. Uh, it had um, uh, Dustin Hoffman. D well, it had Dustin Hoffman, but it also had Godfather. Uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino. No, different Godfather. He Al Pacino yeah. did a really good job in that film. It was really star-studded. The only thing I'm serious now. The only thing was Madonna. Uh, people always say she didn't light up the screen, but she really didn't. She looked very. She looked like she didn't belong there. She just looked like a regular person in amongst oh. all these stars. I don't know. It's weird. You figure like just the fact that it's a superstar Madonna would be the excitement mission. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, wow, I can't believe that there she is on the screen. All right, so they're timing this perfectly, right? Like he he got the up. Oh. Now he's gonna shoot now, his own father. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. He pulled out a gun. He's not going to shoot his own father. But his father is going to kidnap him. Interesting. So now Ned Baby's like, stop kill destroying my house! <laughs> he goes, Excuse Which is his intention. He's like sneaking up on a guy shooting a gun. Well, it's his own son, so oh, he, he took him by something. Oh, don't hurt him! I was not cool when I was shooting at a house and my father snuck up behind me and grabbed yeah. my gun. I'm not cool. Grab my hair. So Ned Beatty goes, what are they doing? And Sam Watterson goes, they're destroying your house. <laughs> right. This is the alternative ending to House Party. The somber ending. This is one of the reasons why they wanted to turn the novel into a movie, this scene. Oh, yeah. Now, well, really, it's a real page turner. There were differences in the book. Uh, in the book, uh, the, we keep saying Walter Matthau, his, his character's name is Kendig. He fakes his own death using a recovered body from a Paris street. That's okay, because it would have ended up in that vat, like uh, 
twisted obsession. Joker. Um, yeah, right, yeah, right. But then Taurus would see it. And the body, he put all of the the manuscript of the expose so that it would never get published. And that's a big difference. You know, in this film, I won't ruin the ending for you, but I'll tell you that the novel gets published. Oh, I figured as much. I was going to say you should ruin the ending for me. Mm -hmm. So I have a cat in the room. Also, the uh, Von, uh, you know, Latoya Jackson is not a love interest. Okay, now, he yeah. got, watch what he'll do. He's got like a James Bondy spy thing all set up for them. He's waiting for them to follow. And now he dumps oil so that they skid out. Interesting. That is the classic spy move. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. I'm gonna have to do the Spy Hunter video game theme song. Dun 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 dun. Peter Gunn. Sort of a cop thing. That's not a spy, right? That's Peter Gunn. No, but it was also. Yeah, but the Peter Gunn thing was also used in Spy Hunter in the eighties. So, so I always hear it as a Spy Hunter video game theme song. Okay, now look. He took his son's passport. Now he can never leave Georgia. Right. Stuck there. May I see your papers? I'm sorry. Turn around and go back into Georgia. <laughs> I just want to visit North Carolina in peace. I don't have a map in front of me, so I'm taking a guess. No passport, no North Carolina. <laughs> I'm stranded. I have to get some barbecue. This film made $6 million the first them. weekend. I don't think anything else is playing. <laughs> yeah. Now, his stepdaughter I told you this is uh, Lucy Saroyan, and she's the – I don't know. Do you know this name? She's the daughter of novelist William Saroyan. Yeah, I think William Saroyan – did he write about depression? I, I might know about this guy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that author's name, but uh, the internet thought it was important. Okay. Sounds good. There's his chartered ship. Everything is ready to roll. Right. You see that? That was not made out of wood. That was some kind of ore. Right. Well, well, you know, those boats that land on water, you need an oar that gets stuff to the pier dock. You saw her pattern, pier. right? It looked like wood, but it was metal. I mean, it was some kind of oar. Oh, interesting. Is there even room for a giant stick in those planes? <laughs> no. So now he told her he wanted to go to, uh, I don't know, and now he's going to Bermuda instead. And we find out that he's also a pilot. He's like, can I drive? <laughs> of course he's a pilot. That's just that's day one in CIA school. Right. So you're right about Baby Wadding creative control and everything. He said, "We're no, no, no. We're changing this to all take place in California." Yeah, his films are like notorious about that. It just takes years of development and 
You have to do it his way, and it just becomes kind of a him thing. So right. I'm glad he skipped out on this one. <laughs> now, George C. Scott was considered for the starring role, but uh, the producers were like, he doesn't have enough box office clout to carry this song. Oh, give me a break. I guess, well, back in the 80s, George Scott got about fast out. Now, the stepdaughter says to Walter Matthau, you seem like a great guy. You remind me of my father. And then Walter Matthau goes, that's always my problem. <laughs> well, that's because he has class. Because they landed in Bermuda. And we're at the Bermuda Reef Inn. Yeah, he's at the Bermuda Reef Inn. Oh, that reminds me of three jokes. Uh, what was the name of the five-star hotel run by Alicia Dershowitz? It was Let Us In. Well, what was the name of the one-star hotel run by Alicia Dershowitz? It was... The End Dive. Tail, tail I Stay Here? Tail, what was it? The End Dive? The End Dive. So e -N -D -I -V -E. now, so now Ned Ned Beatty's wife goes, "Here you are, dear. Your hot tea with lemon, just like you like it." And he's like, "I like it with milk." She goes, <laughs> "I should have had her exterminated years ago." Oh, hey, ha <laughs> ha! Gotta laugh at that. Now, did you ever right, see guys? the first Please Monday in October, the film in nineteen eighty one with Walter Matthau? Yes. Okay. Of course, that is a yes. Same. It's the same director. They they went on to make that film. Do you recommend I see that film? Well, it's another stuffy shirt film. I mean, if you like this film, you're gonna love first. I mean, it's one of those weird films where I remember its release, I remember its issue, and I never got around to seeing it. Oh. But it's about uh, the first female Supreme Court judge. Uh huh. Okay. Massey Massey is on the Supreme Court. And I forget who it is. Maybe it's Latoya Jackson, but uh, there is a female Supreme Court, and you know the court starts in the first week of first Monday in October. Ah, okay. So yeah. All right, I'll. So that's interesting. Check it out. Yeah. So um, these passports are authentic. Uh, the State Department um, gave you know worked with the film to give them authentic. As a matter of fact, the director had to lock it up in a safe by contract uh, when it wasn't being used. But they wanted when they do extreme close-ups for it to be authentic-looking. Authentic. I think that they went through yeah, yeah. trouble for nothing. Well, I don't know. It's an interesting detail. I mean, you don't need CGI in a movie, but you do need something to be authentic. It's mm -hmm. kind of, you know. It's a good shortcut. You know, you know exactly what it is and what it is, and then you can move on with the story. And that's why I need to spend $9 million for my movie. 9.5. Now, Investors, huh? Jackson yeah. is a former spy, so she knows Sam Watterson. So he's there to talk some sense into her. Like, listen, I like this guy. He's running circles around us, but he's going to slip up. It's very dangerous, and if the Russians get them before we do, they'll squeeze them. You know, come on, help help a brother out here. Tell him he's got to stop this. So she's going to say, well, I just he already wrote a memoir and he's been sending it out? 
He already that's how soon is the postal service? They know that they've been getting oh. it. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I, I figured it was the postal service for today, where it took forever. Am I right? Fuck no. Yep. <laughs> took forever to. That's like, right. I just fuck. Pam Benjamin. Uh, I think that was a Pam Benjamin thing. Hi, Pam Benjamin. Uh, was it? Bam Benjamin. Listen, go to mutinyradio.fm and hit the donate button, or go to Venmo and put in at mutiny radio. Help a help a brother out. So Bam uh, Benjamin uh, texted me during our last show saying that joke was very, the orange juice joke was very funny. Which joke? Orange <laughs> juice. Tell it to me. You know, you know that. Oh, all right. Well, I can't believe I've been wasting our show's time. But sure. okay, a guy goes into a country club uh, restaurant. And he goes, uh, "You serve breakfast?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Do you serve orange juice?" He goes, "We serve all kind of juice: orange juice, purple juice." It wasn't a restricted club. Hasidic juice. Hasidic juice. Orange so, juice. Last told that joke. <laughs> NBC bought this film for four million bucks with the provision that if it's a box office hit, they got to pay more, and they did. Interesting. Yeah. But this was an exclusive on NBC. Mm-hmm. Edited for content. Edited for television. Yeah. Back in the day, they would just say edited for television. But there's no curse words in this movie, right? It isn't like. There's a diarrhea scene with one of the guys. No, there's no uh, I gotta do make a poop diarrhea joke scene. <laughs> what are the first uh, criteria collection movies to have? I gotta take a poop diarrhea joke. <laughs> I took the bicycle thief. That's how they caught him. It's a trail of diarrhea from the stolen bicycle ride. The Red Balloon. Remember that film? That was his, bla- his bowels. So... Now, now, um, he's trying to make a deal, like a quid pro quo. Like, if if we pool our information, I'll tell you where he is. And Sam Watterson is like, no thanks, bye. And he goes, okay, he's in London. I mean, they want him caught too. He's exposing the CIA, he's exposing the KGB. So he was rushing his answer, is what you're saying. Ah, he's Russian. Always Russian. Speaking of video games, remember the video game Rush and Attack? Where you can rush and attack? Rush and attack? And you were like in the Soviet Union shooting guys? Play on words. Play on words. So now he's got uh, the Avengers. you know, Walter Matthau's son. He's traveling with your passport. <laughs> it's authentic. You know, I talked to the property director. Yep, it's authentic. Check this out. The film's producer teamed up with Ted Bergman Productions to develop an hour-long primetime TV series. Interesting. Yeah. I think they could still do that. This would make a good t- good series. Yeah, but the thing is, it has an ending. The book gets published, you know. How will they... I well, it's never stopped streaming television shows anyway. It's based on a book, or it's just a serialized 18-hour movie where they finally get to the end of the last episode. 
and then it has a second se- a second season. And you go, where the fuck can they go from there? They yeah. did everything in the book. Right. Yeah. I guess that TV show would have been every single one, every single episode. He's outsmarting the CIA and making them look dumb. Right. So Netflix will drop this on a Tuesday. Seven, you know, eight hours. So you watch eight hours of this, eight episodes, and then it sets up for a sequel, uh, a second season. Yeah. What? I'm going to be a father. The end. The end. <laughs> hey, that's funny because that was. Uh... Gosh, I saw this uh, small – I saw this, like, short-run thing on Netflix where – what's Paul this? Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, uh, Living With Yourself, where he had the clone. Originally on IMC, which made me nostalgic for the IFC channel, where they would have garbage like that. Independent. Yeah, it was good. It was fine, and they said, and that's how the show ends. And they set it up for a second season if need be. But if not need be, then you just slept on that moment. Right. But it was like, you know, I did feel like I had to sit through. Like, it would have been a great movie, right? And then it ends with them having the twins given uh, the clones have. Uh, They've learned how to live together. together. Not the birth. Yeah, I'm okay with movies. 90 minutes, an hour, two hours and a half of my time, that's fine. Yeah. But don't so fucking serialize. He just went to an old friend from Spy Days, and he's basically trying to figure out how to get a remote control plane together. What's he's, wow, what's that crazy Charlie crafted up now? Oh, what was that movie where uh, uh, Walter Matthau plays like a killer, Mr. Mazurkic or some shit like that? What's it? I'm not, maybe I'm mistaken. For, no, like Charlie Varick. That was the name of the movie. That is a sick movie. I like that film. Walter Matthau plays a murderer? Yeah, he's like a hitman assassin type of guy. He's like a Jason Statham. Uh-huh. I guess I never saw it. Should I put it in my queue? I would. Charlie Varick. If that's still a thing. I don't even know if well, whatever. Well, if I can't find it on Netflix. Sometimes they give you recommendations. Charlie what? Barrick, B-A-R-R-I-C-K. Dead. Oh, hey, that's they the first reel in the movie. MI5, and they're like, help us find this guy. And he's like, he'll come to the wrong place. And he goes, well, here he is with the head of the KGB. And he goes, in God's man, I'll help you. <laughs> I know, I saw his monocle drop from his eye. big publishing house to make this um, book, but I think he'll suspect us, so he'll probably go to a smaller, you know, that will think that. So he'll go to a smaller publisher, and he's like, what I know? The publishing house is ideas? I'll make a few calls. Call Penguin, right? Avon, Penguin Classics. Yeah, hello. I have your latest paper. They kicked me out of the office of Penguin Paperback, but I was like, listen, not only did I write you a new novel, I designed the, the Penguin uh, cover for you. And they kicked you, you know, out? Like, wow. Yeah. It was for my novel, uh, Bareback, and it threw it out Europe. And I, I made the cover, it's a Bareback in it, and it had a little penguin on it, and they said, get out of the office. <laughs> 
Now, the novel was really a dark... It was a comedy, but it was a dark thriller. And when Walter Matthau got on board, you know, and Warren Beatty was gone, they changed it into this, like, silly, dry comedy to fit his persona. And that's another time, and Garfield was like, I gotta write another draft! So we did. <laughs> also, there was another director to do this film. Uh, let's see here. Brian Forbes was going to be the director. Uh, but then he had some scheduling conflict. Uh, so, so he is a co-writer of this, even though he wasn't the director. You know, I read about that in Brian Ford's magazine. Uh-huh. That Brian Ford was, Forbes was going to be the director. I read about it in, in, in Brian Forbes? Ford's magazine. Oh, in Forbes you read about it. You know, uh, Forbes yeah. declared no, Scarlett no, Johansson like the highest grossing actress. And I agree, man. Yeah. She was gross. Right. And always high. <laughs> Blech. She's the best. How dare you say something about Scarlett Johansson? She's the best. <laughs> I guess. So yeah, Walter right, Matthau did so much ad libbing in this film that they, you know, said he deserved a writing credit. I mean, he wrote two scenes, uh, but he never pursued. Right. Uh, so he's not a writer on this film, although perhaps he should be credited. It kicked off. It kicked off the the novelist Garfield. He said that's worse than normal. He's worse than normal. Normal the cat. Oh. Comic strip Garfield. What is it? Odie, Odie, oh, the dog. Odie's the dog. Yes. Yeah. Odie. Yeah. And then Matthau was the Odie to Garfield's Garfield. <laughs> so irritating. Well, well put. You can tell like Matthau's tongue. Yeah, this is great. Get to see him in the house. Oh, he's he's stiffening, stiffening this guy. Well, yeah, she invited the CIA guy in, and then she said, "I'll get you ice for your drink," and she left. And this is one of the things. It's like he's in the village, and then he's uptown in Central Park, and I'm like, "No way!" She's now going to the ferry <laughs> to take you from London, uh, from from uh, Amsterdam to London. But there's no way she could have gotten there from Salzburg. Like, it would have taken her a day's drive. So the internet thought that was interesting. Yeah. Let me see if I have that here for the exact uh, continuity errors. They shot this in 11 weeks. What? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I have a continuity error. There's a no hopscotch in this movie. Yeah, there is no hopscotch. This is the publisher. He's meeting with the publisher. And right. it's down to the point where this... he's got, you know, it's the last chapter they're waiting on. And they're at a British pub with some pints. Right. So what's your favorite uh, Walter Matthau, Jack Lemmon movie? Because they made like eight of them together. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess The Odd Couple. Did you know The Odd Couple was Walter Matthau's big break? 
Oh, that's interesting. Well, because he did a lot of Neil Simon movies. I guess he did them afterwards. He did them like California Street. That's cool. Yeah, I don't think uh, it was a, a phenomenon as a play. I know that the original play actors weren't in the movie, but right, you know, they were. Yeah. Did you ever see the cartoon Odd Couple where it's a dog and a cat living together? Yes. <laughs> and there was Cat Dog, Little Old Cat Dog. Is that the one you're thinking of? Like when the cat and dog are stuck together, like. Yeah, right. They were the original Odd Couple, Cat Dog. <laughs> so, um, talk about the California Suite, and um, David Mathau. The son is also in California Suite as Bellboy. I got your monthly rent. I mean, your coffee. Do you notice the Mozart book in the window of the bookstore you walk in? Yes. Oh, yeah. You've seen this movie four times. You yeah. probably noticed the, when the wheels came loose. He was in three episodes of Battlestar Galactica as operative. Reed's pretty good. Check this out. Yes, yes, Commander. In 77, he was in The Goodbye Girl as Furniture Mover. <laughs> Only the, yeah, the, I mean, he got a SAG card and a uh, union card for that. The thing is, what's going on with by... Walter Matthau? You think David with Matthau was like, I'm going to make it on my own, right? I, I'm pretty sure that his son... I gotta mix up with uh, I gotta mix up with Danny Houston, the the son actor of uh, uh, of John Houston, the director actor. Right. But I think like one Walter Matthau's last movie was directed by his son. Oh no, no, I would have caught that. No, he's been in Edgewater, New oh. Jersey, for twenty five years. He's been on the radio as a reporter. Nice. Traffic and weather after this. <laughs> no, he's an investigative journalist like um uh like nine eleven stuff, like um what there was others uh it's not jumping to mind because I didn't write it down, but he was part of a lot of uh investigating a lot, you know, like Bridgegate and stuff like that. He's he's a serious guy. Someone's got to cover Bridgegate. Yeah, someone's got to cover Bridgegate. Yeah, that went nowhere. The Supreme Court dismissed it. All that for that. Well, all that was to, like, say, Christie's a skunk, which I agree with, but I'm saying they were just trying to get him. Yeah. They were trying to nail him. Yeah. Get him. I always love the story that uh, I was visiting you in New Jersey during the last election. And we were sitting at a diner, and Chris Christie gets on the TV, and he's announcing he's he's withdrawing from the race. And we didn't hear anything he said because we were at this diner. But I was like, he's probably cursing out Donald Trump, <laughs> telling people not to vote for that guy. <laughs> he kicked that white guy's ass from Florida during that debate. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, well, Chris Christie still shows up on the Sunday news shows. He's, I think he's yeah, he does, but I don't know. Anytime Chris Christie says something, I just think he's saying it. Just sounds stupid. I don't know. Okay, so yeah, they went no, I agree to the with publisher, you. and they tried to lean on the publisher, and the publisher said, 
The only one who can stop the publication of this book, uh, you know, is Walter Matthau. And they go, yeah, but we don't even know where he is. And he goes, oh, he's at the blah, blah, blah hotel. So they're like, what? And they run down there. And then they see Pink Panther guy. Yeah. And they're like, the head of the KGB. And Sam Watterson says, this was the quid, quid pro quo, I promised him. Oh, I see. So they finally get the head of the KGB. They don't get him. And Walter. He wants to get Walter Matthau. So they have agreed oh, I see. to let him tag along. All right, which explains why he's in the hallway with them. I got you. Remember, he let him know that, they were, he, that Matthau was in London trying to get published. So they're being very cautious, like yeah. Matthau's going to jump out with a gun, but Sam Watterson knows he would never do anything like that. Right. Well, it's hard to shake off that spy thing. Well, it's more spyful. like it's more of the movie saying Ned Beatty's a boob. Do you remember the time you were having a picnic? I think you were with the lady spies, but you were there just as a black spy. No, and I, I put a bomb in the picnic basket, but it winds up the picnic basket was a bomb itself. <laughs> Is that what happened? And you got blown up. Now I remember. Yeah. My my wife hat flew upwards and my teeth flew at another angle and you gave the peace sign. So they don't find Walter Matthau, they find a recording. And basically he's taunting and teasing them and saying, here's the final chapter of my book. Now are they sure it was Walter Matthau? It might have been Rich, uh, Rich, Rich Hall. Hall. Rich yeah. Little doing an impression. The best Walter Matthau impression ever was in Jaws. Do you remember that? Richard Dreyfuss? No, you know, I, I he doesn't. I don't remember it. I haven't seen that movie. So you never saw Jaws? Okay. I saw 20 minutes of it, and I said, yeah. Hit pause, hit pause. You now <laughs> go to 123moviesfree.com. And I got a dolphin 123movies.free. Fuck that. If so you can Jaws, see the whole point of this podcast. All point of this podcast is that you can see these fucking movies on a legal system called YouTube. Oh, and it's, it's not legal, but YouTube makes their money by having guys like Adabix post uh, Criterion movies full length. Right, right. We watch it; they get they get the eyeballs. They're not they're not you know they're not suffering it. So I I feel okay watching a movie free movie on YouTube. One, I'm paying for the internet service; it's not necessarily free. And two, just Google's making a fortune by this shit, you know? So if they can get away with it, I'm going to watch it. But 123movies.crap should go fuck itself. That's no fun. Okay. Just wait to see movies. When the, when the world comes back together and they open up the library, you can wait in line six feet apart and then go pick up some DVDs. You know? It's, then that's free. It's, you save some of your tax money. Gotcha. Well, when I just, I, I just don't endorse cars. I in I have to endure ads, so I'm paying for. I know, especially on. Okay, so they didn't find him. They've quit. He's got the last chapter out. They're all bummed. They're like, "Good night." And Sam Watterson is winding down for the day. He's going to browse to one, two, three. Movies. No, he's not. No, he's not on this watch. Not my watch. 
says it's 1980. He's going to go to the public guy. He's but he's fine with a gun in his hand. That's not like him. Wow, that's his buddy who's been putting up with him the whole time. That's right. He goes, I'm going to shoot you if you don't sit down and I tie you up. I like it, uh, Sam Waterson and Jerry Orbach and stuff, especially during like when they're young. Oh. I, I connect them to that TV show. Gotcha. Uh, he was in Oliver Stone's Nixon, Sam Waterson. He was in John Waters' Serial Mom. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I remember. He was the dad. He was in Reese Witherspoon's Nick first feature film ever, Man in the Moon. And oh, I didn't a know bunch that. of Woody, Woody Allen. Bunch of Woody Allen. Yeah. Hannah and her sisters, that was no good. Difference. Yeah, well that was right right before the, the controversy broke. Or it, so it was like his one good movie. You know I, I went to Brandeis University and they quote that movie because there's yeah. a part where he one of the sisters go actively say, oh, You must be smart, you went to Brandeis. And that became a T shirt <laughs> and it is an, an ironic uh, affirmation. And then, you know, he found out he was sleeping, and then all that shit came out, and people were like, fuck it. Yeah, and I am too. Now, so, Sam, he's, Sam Waterson's trying to talk him out of it, and he goes, no, 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 you're going to help me, Sam. And he goes, I'm not doing you any favors. And he goes, you already did. You knew I would never use this gun on you. You knew it. And then he finds out there's no bullets in the gun. So Sam Waterson right. even did do him a favor, a huge favor. Okay, trip is coming in an hour. Act surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, no bullets. No bullets. The Thieves' Cove. I can't wait to check that out now. Well, we'll we'll talk. I, I I might be able to hook you up, but everyone else, you gotta pay. You gotta pay that filmmaker. Actually, I can't hook you up. I told the filmmaker I would I wanted to do that. I I will absolutely pay to see your sixty seconds. Uh, Tony Sparks from San Francisco Comedy plays bartender Tony Sparks in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of comedians in it. Uh, one of the stars is a comedian and. A lot of comedians play the victims of pickpocketing. It's just great. It's good. It's a film noir, sexy crime drama. Uh huh. Now, for the first it's time. It's no hot stuff. Right. I got to play the audio because it's Eleanor Roosevelt. Okay. All right. He's Rock like, I know it's you, Dad. <laughs> Are you playing the audio? Oh, I'll play it. Yeah, of course. It was Luke. You got him fucking Luke. What? Who is this? This is Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> I know it's you, Dad. <laughs> oh, not this again. Dad. Now, we're coming to the end of his big plan, his big plot. Uh... And he's making the final arrangement to get picked up by LaToya Jackson. Uh, 
Oh, good. I was wondering when she was going to come back to this movie. Oh, she's been in it throughout. She's helping him, you know, distracting the CIA and uh, mailing chapters. You know, she's doing her part. But for the first time in the whole movie, something happens to Walter Matthau that's not expected. He comes out of the phone booth to find a flat tire, and this wrecks up his plans. Oh, that's cool. I like when movies do that. Yeah. It's a now, comedy. There should be escalation. If you look at the tire, only the bottom is flat. Oh, the European tire, I guess. Yeah. You can, they're quality tires. Even if you get a flat tire in Europe, the top part is still okay. Yeah. <laughs> so who can the last time the tire competition. Oh, so things are falling to shit. Having a bit of problem, eh? Yes, I, I don't know. There's no spare. Uh, well, you know, Carl, stop your stereotypes. You know they say, oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. What's all this then? <laughs> Tell me, is your name Bobby? That's that's not funny, sir. Look, look at him driving. He's not even using his hands. Did you see that? Yeah. That's reckless. Maybe a couple seconds ago. Look at him. Hey, old Carl. And they're driving the wrong side of the road, am I right? Yeah, I am right. It, the English are so crazy, they drive on the wrong side of the road. But since they're all crazy, it works. It's like a system. Yeah. It's like they're they're all doing it. it wrong. So it works. Even the car makers. Yeah. Don't get me started about the toilet flushing. It goes the wrong way. <laughs> That's Australia. <laughs> uh, this these interior sets need, need more clutter, right? Yeah, I I do love the movies that come out in nineteen eighty or nineteen ninety, where you just can't tell fashion wise or style wise what decades they're from. It's still kind of seventies chaotic, but eighties beachy suit gotcha. looking. You know. Yeah, transition time. Yeah. Those films deserve Criterion Collection. What was your favorite part? What was your favorite version of Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Sonic the Hedgehog or the Sonic the Hedgehog the Criterion Collection? I never saw Sonic the Hedgehog. I never played it. Don't know a thing about it. Oh, it's available on what two three movies got <laughs> I guess your joke is that it would never be in the Criterion Collection. Okay, now this one, well, Bobby. The black and white version. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it was stylized and you know in the original uh, Nintendo sixty four yeah. version. So now the one Bobby gets suspicious. This bloke looks like a lot like that missing American. He does. <laughs> now the point of Matthew uh -huh. tying up uh, Sam Waterson was really to reveal. Don't bother going to the airport to find me because I got my own biplane that I bought. Okay? And right, I remember that. But then he called up as Eleanor Roosevelt and set Sam Waterson free. Now, the, the cop is like, excuse me, sir, do you have some identification? Walter Matthau's screwed. 
Oh yeah, but the passport looks expensive. Yeah, oh, look at the escape. So he gets a paper clip. Yeah. And he's basically going to short circuit the light. Do not do this at home. Right. We do not endorse if, this. If at you home. are going to. Yeah. Or at least lick it, and lick it with your tongue. <laughs> do not stick a fork in there. So. Whoa. Yeah. And what does he do? Steals a cop car, for goodness sake. Yeah, he's a, too good of a spy. Can't outsmart him. He's even got the lights on like he's a real cop. Oh, look, it's it's Beachy Head. I, I grew up in this neighborhood. And Uckfield. Oh, yeah. It was Uckfield. <laughs> yeah. I grew up oh, sorry. in Uckfield. <laughs> it's Uckfield, New Jersey. Fuck Eeld, New Jersey. Right next to... A bunch of fuck. Yeah. Right next to Edgewater. <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. Yeah, David Mathau so was my neighbor. Yeah. I'd see him mowing the lawn. Is he a television reporter or a radio reporter? Radio reporter. And New Jersey 101.5. See, one time I put um, recyclables in the garbage and he began an investigation, son bitch. I saw that he approached you. It was great radio. The look like, he gave. You're in a cop. You stole a cop car, and he's like, "It's the only car that had gas." And he goes, "Meet, wait right here for me. If I'll be back in an hour." And she's like, "I would wait a million years." Kissy, kissy, kissy. Oh, and yeah. no mention of grape coupon. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? That coupon has gone bad. It's all gray. Yeah, I know. But you prefer yellow coupons. I do. That's when it's fresh. Okay, so. Keep your hair on. Yeah. The chopper shows up just as he planned. And he's really just pretending to get into the biplane. He's got his remote control, you see. Wow, this guy thinks of everything. Except flat tires. Well, good. That, you know, I like movies like that. They shouldn't all be like flawless superheroes. They should shit to happen. Yep. There's helicopters in this movie. Helicopters. Yeah, there's so many copters. Three, three, four. There's like helicopters. Bro, oh, this is a family show. There's helicopters. <laughs> Good one. This is a. If you found that joke funny, donate it to Mutiny Radio. Really? <laughs> Okay, now, well, this movie what the movie has, doesn't yeah. do is show how Mathau sort of disappeared and they think he's on the plane. How did he sneak away that they couldn't see him running across the field? They saw him all this other time. There's this giant field and he's not even there. Now, Ned Beatty will have none of this 
He's going to shoot that biplane out of the sky, goddammit. <laughs> you sound like him. There's one! For those of you know... I'll do... Here's my impression. Are we going to Addis Ababa, Mr. Luthor? This <laughs> is fucking great. Who knew Luke Lesser, uh, Luke Lesser had a uh, little sidekick? He was in the second movie too, right? As Lex yeah, Luthor's buddy. Uh, and then I don't know if you ever saw Superman Four, the one that Christopher Reeves directed, but no. Lex Luthor has uh, a, like a cousin. Like John Cryer plays like a young sidekick. Delivering some good airplane shots. Well, they showed him with a gun in the first act, so he has to shoot it at the last act. Because we know he's a good gunman. They're they're just trying to say he's a boob. He's going to try to shoot him out of the sky. He's already upside down the plane. Oh, no, I take that back. He's oh, I was right. No, I was wrong. Control. Pretty cool remote. I think it's an Atari 2600. Magnum Lux. That baby was great in network. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that speech he gives? Like, can you quote it? And it's very relevant to today. There's only... There's no country. There's only AT and T. That's a great speech, and he comes born again. Yeah, it's great. He shows up. Harold uh, Howard Beale shows up the next day, and he's like, "Check out ABC's fall lineup. It's swell. You mad at Helen and can't take it anymore? Act body spray. It's the way to be." It, that movie's really relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. Wow, a lot of oil barrels. In Right, so he ditches the remote control. The plane has blown up. He's dead, they think. Like in the novel, he fakes his own death. Right, but in the novel, he fakes his own death and leaves the memoir there so that it doesn't get published. Like he was just screwing with Oh, it. so he walks away. Yeah. I think it's a better ending with him publishing it. Yeah, I agree. You know, you, 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 he has to leave with the girl and, and you know, get the right. gold or whatever. And the last scene we're going to see in the film, which is coming up, uh, is yeah. Dr. Mathau wrote. We've only oh. got five minutes left. So if this uh, show goes longer than two hours, Walter Matthau dies at the end of this movie. So that's the end. <laughs> I really had you going with that death thing, uh, with that one movie, uh, Kung, uh, Kung Fu Mahjong 2. Yeah, I re you were pissing me off. <laughs> you were like, oh, she dies at the end. I'm like, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> Don't tell me that. And then you told me my epidermis was showing and I had to go to the emergency room. That was really embarrassing. Well, he was right. Your epidermis is showing. Well, it wasn't. I was wearing a mask. Now, here we are. Number one bestseller, 14 weeks. And you should listen to the audio when... All right. I'm a couple seconds off. 
Oh, that's Musa. He's a Sikh. Oh God, it's Hillary. Wait a minute, Latoya Jackson, how does she know this guy? <laughs> this is indefensible. Is he wearing brown face? She's scolding him, you know, you're going to get caught. Right. He has a good mustache, though. But she's going into politics, so who cares? Right. She kissed the Sikh. To be, you know, because she's liberal. Right. These bookstores are great. I miss bookstores. Again. See how they oh, put them all up and didn't put them on the shelf? So your eyes wouldn't be distracted. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what they did in the TV show Search Party. They put them right in the, Featuring the David Mathau. Yeah. Wow. We're supposed to be uh, Carla, Lisa Theorian. Yeah, the Rorian. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have just watched an official Criterion Collection on, uh, entry, Hawk Shot, 1980. Carl, what did you think of the movie? I loved it. It was great. It's very rare. It was good for your show, too, but it's rare that we see a film. I mean, after Sir Billy, thank you, Michael. Thank you. Uh, you know what? Let's never talk about that movie again. I don't even. <laughs> Let's never bring it up. I don't even want to air. Let's it. not. I agree with you. I, I'm going to say on a podcast, the last recording we did a movie. It was so bad. I I thought I was terrible on it. It's a terrible movie. All right. So should we? But you didn't hear yeah, yourself we'll just on have, it. We'll... You didn't make a recording. Uh... My brain made a recording, and when I played it back, I was highly disappointed. All right, let's talk off air. If you really don't want me to upload that, I'll upload this one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a favor. No, let's talk about it on air. We're doing a favor for our listeners. <laughs> All right, they so Sir Billy can sit there as a just-in-case, you know, we're yeah. ever in trouble. We would never say – we never broadcast a terrible episode unless we're missing an episode and we have a backup. <laughs> so. Well, we do this every week. Well, of course, as I mentioned, we first – uh, our episode first streams live, uh, well, streams every Sunday at 2 p.m. And then you can follow our podcast at LWAFLMOYC. Next Sunday's movie, Carl, I'm really excited about this next week's movie. Uh-huh. This is a film, as you know, came out in 1999. And as we know, that was the greatest movie year ever, best movie year ever. Except this movie, I don't know, I think it came out in 2000. It's called Mr. Accident, and it stars... Yes, young Einstein himself. Uh-huh. Yahoo serious. Do you You're remember young Yahoo Einstein serious. from the 80s? I'm reading Yahoo serious right now. And it's on Google, ironically enough. Uh, we're going to play the trailer. I'm going to just stick my phone into the headset. It's a movie called Mr. Accident. It's available on YouTube. We'll be watching it next week. If you want to check it out beforehand, of course you should. Uh, but let's hear the trailer. Oh wait, I, we still got Mozart from the last movie. 
What was your favorite part of Mozart when he uh, uh, shakes his fur all over Charles Croydon's head and gets water everywhere? That was terrible. <laughs> Mozart! That was Mozart, too. Oh, yeah, that was Mozart, too. And Mozart was the third. My okay, so here we go. Uh, yeah. My favorite part about Mozart was in, when he embarrassed Sol Solieri. Uh, <laughs> and Amadeus. Did you see Amadeus? I I must have must have been a double feature with Jaws because I haven't seen it. Oh, you need to okay. Press pause. Leave the house. <laughs> go see that immediately. Okay, so Mr. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm at the film forum. <laughs> Mr. Accident. We have we're gonna play Mr. Accident VHS trailer that's available from our good friends at their channel Video VHS. Video VHS trailer. trailer. Okay. Uh, let's start. Here's three, two, one, go. Pathetic features. I miss Yahoo Serious as a fart attack. What an accident. <laughs> we are not taking your policy. <laughs> oh, what an accident. Right in the nuts. He didn't get chopped by accident. Australia? Yes. Oh, this is going to suck. Are you laughing at the time? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm tired. I'm pissed off we watched a good movie, so we're watching Mr. Accident Star Yahoo Serious next week. I'm sorry. It's making up. I apologize for playing Hopscotch from uh, Death Wish director Ronald Reams first Monday in October shit. De Death Wish. All right. Well, Death Wish author. Right, but the director of First Monday and I, and I right. enough of this high, high class talent. Hi, well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, cool. Hi, Faludin. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have no class, and we're proud to have it. That has been Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube, L W A F L M O Y T, the Waffle Mom, and we're of course available everywhere. We'll be back next Sunday. Uh, keep listening to the Mutiny Radio. Uh, just go ahead and put it on. They've been doing some great stuff during the during the pandemic. Some really interesting uh, radio plays and and just a lot to check out. Uh, all right, hey Carl, that's been our show. Thank you so much. It's been good Thank talking you. with you. Thank you, Michael. See you next time.
Bye. See you next time. Thank you. It's Bug House Square. It's Tuesday at six o'clock. It's um, yeah, it's 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 that. Um, it could be almost anything, but uh, one thing for sure, it's Bug House Square. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that? Vigilante man, I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Buckhouse Square, I got um. Well, what is a well, vigilante I got a bunch of records. Um, but Tell me we lost uh, a um, some creative man. geniuses uh, last week. Little Richard and uh, <laughs> and I'm like uh, uh, I don't I don't even know the dude's name, but I just know. Uh, craft work. So we're gonna we're gonna do a, a nice chunk of craft work, um, and we're going to do some Little Richard and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff and some contributors as well. So thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Uh, this is Bug Hill Square. Stormy days, we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man.
carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land
Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in Then I'll watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide 